Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. When John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Before I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, we are used to things bending and twisting in this life. Indeed, we are used to things bending and twisting this life like a reed blowing in the wind. You know what I'm talking about? A reed is a tall grass with a heavy top. It's a heavy top with a very weak stem. And so since a reed has a very heavy top with all sorts of growth and a very hollow stem itself, It gets pushed on the North Dakota prairies whichever way the wind happens to be blowing for the day. The wind comes from the west, it bends to the east. If it comes from the south, it bends to the north, and so forth. The point being is this. In this life, we're used to people and places and things being like a reed and bending the way that popular opinion blows. Now, I'm certainly not trying to pick on the same-sex marriage issue more than any other issue in America right now. But my friends, the legalization of same-sex marriage is a perfect example of a reed blowing in the wind. I can remember back in 2015, the Supreme Court of the United States of America made same-sex marriage legal in all 50 states. And what is unknown to many people is that for this to actually happen, the long-standing definition of marriage had to change. In other words, the majority of the Americans in America had lived with one definition of marriage for over 2,000 years of Western civilization. And then when the Supreme Court ruled, well, boom, it happened. 48 hours later, their definition of marriage changed. Boom, right away, it happened. And then to make things more complicated, Anyone who disagreed with people on this issue, 
they were automatically labeled a bigot and hateful. In other words, one day everything was okay, there was one definition, and the next day their parents and their grandparents and their ancestors, their ancestors were all a bunch of hateful bigots. Now, the main point being is not necessarily the same-sex marriage issue, but the main point is just this. This is an example of how thousands of people change on the dime, like a reed blowing in the wind, in a very short amount of time without much study on a particular issue. It happens all the time. But back to the point. There are indeed many persons, many places, ideas, and things in this life that are nothing more than a reed blowing in the wind. The wind blows one way, and everything leans with the wind. And when the wind changes direction, everything snaps back the other way, and so forth. And as people who are a part of this American culture, we are often oblivious to these changes to the wind and the bending of the reeds. Often, my friends, we are just too busy. We're just too busy with our lives. We're paying our bills. We are working overtime. We're washing dishes and somehow managing to feed those kids to make sure that they don't go starving. And sometimes then, in the midst of all this busyness, we can feel the change of the winds. We can. We can kind of sense it in the air. We feel the change of the wind, that it occurs. But then we do not notice anything. Because why? Well, everyone else around us is bending the same direction. So we shrug our shoulders without much thought and say to ourselves, I guess this is how it is right now in America. Things are further complicated, though. Oftentimes, people and institutions of power, yes, people and institutions of power, they actually reward individuals who will be a reed that leans with their ideological wind. In other words, people and institutions of power will often blow like the wind with their agendas. And to get people to not buck them, not to buck their wind, well, these entities of power, they will give lush rewards for bending the way that they want people to bend. Now, you know what I'm talking about. You do. You absolutely do. Just watch the television from time to time, and you will see, surprisingly, high-profile people on talk shows adamantly fighting for a certain cause. And then you may find yourself saying something such as this. You know, I never knew that this pop artist who typically sings about boys and sex has such strong feelings about world economics and political polity and policy. Or, you may find yourself saying, you know, who would have thought that behind this actor's potty humor on the big screen was such depth of insight over such complicated issues in the world? Now, dear friends, the point being is do not be fooled. Reeds will blow in the wind to match the popular opinion of the day. And reeds will also blow in the wind to appease certain powerful people and powerful entities to appease their ideological winds. These reeds, they bend. They bend the way of the powerful winds because they like the handouts and the lush treatment. But you may be saying to yourself, what does this have to do with the reading from the Gospel of Matthew? Everything. Yes, Everything. You see, in our gospel reading, Jesus said that John the Baptist, get this, John the Baptist is not some reed, he's not some reed blowing in the wind, snapping back and forth. In other words, 
Jesus said that John had convictions. He preached the law, and he did not water it down. John was not fickle by any means. He was not one who would lick his finger and hold it up the, in the air to sense which way popular opinion was blowing so that he could meet that matching blowing of the wind of popular opinion. John said it as it was. Furthermore, we read and we hear from Jesus that John was not some effeminate man who wore silk pajamas in a playboy mansion. John was not a recipient of fine clothing and and living in a king's house because he was somehow a mouthpiece of the rich and powerful. John did not yield to popular opinions, and he certainly did not yield to the influential and the mighty of the day. Dear friends, when we come to this church, it's when we come to the church when we open our Bibles And when we encounter biblical characters such as John the Baptist and Christ Jesus, what we typically will find and see is not just another reed blowing in the wind, but something completely contrary to the fads of the present day. And so think about this for a moment. Did John the Baptist care about the powerful Pharisees and the powerful Sadducees of the day? No, he blasted them. He, he blasted them, and Jesus did too. Did John the Baptist, did he care about King Herod? Not really. The reason was, John was not a reed blowing in the wind. And what about our Bible? Yes, what about our Bible? When we open the Bible, do the words of the book always sound politically correct? Are the words of the Bible in tune with the sentiments of the present day? Does the Bible read like every other contemporary book? Or does it stand out as something completely different? And what about Christ Jesus? What do we expect to see when we encounter Jesus in his word? Is he a reed that blows in the wind agreeing with every every single popular opinion of culture? Is Jesus open to the highest bidder to be corrupted? Is he corruptible by money and power? When the devil offered Jesus the wealth of the world, did Jesus say, hey, where do you sign me up? I'm all in. I want that. Dear friends, thank goodness. Thank goodness that John the Baptist, thank goodness that Christ Jesus and the Word of God are not reeds blowing in the wind. Thank God that Christianity is not for sale to the highest bidder. Thank God that this Christian faith, that this very Christian faith does not care which way the wind of culture is blowing. My friends, can you imagine for a moment, just imagine for a moment with me, what if John was a reed blowing in the wind, speaking only pious coffee mug sayings that he heard on a recent daytime talk show going out to seam of the wilderness and he's repeating the very garbage that they often hear on daytime TV. Can you imagine if Jesus himself, can you imagine if the Christ wore silk pajamas given to him by people of power only and only said what you recently heard on three different nightly news stations? If this was the case, everything would be lost. Seriously, think about this. If Christ Jesus were a reed blowing in the wind, perhaps, yeah, heaven forbid, perhaps if he was a reed blowing in the wind, He would not have died on the cross 
Perhaps Jesus would have gone along with the popular opinions of the day and then went along and conquered those Romans and established a worldly empire while forgetting all about the forgiveness of sins and victory over death through the cross and his resurrection. Furthermore, perhaps if the church were a reed blowing in the wind, it would not preach law and gospel, but would instead tickle ears by following the cliches and the trends and the ideologies of the age. But dear friends, John the Baptist is not a reed blowing in the wind, and neither is Christ and his word. Furthermore, the church should not be a reed blowing in the wind or for sale to the highest bidder, but instead the church stands before our eyes telling us how God has received us. My friends, hear this loud and clear. It is against the very foundation of the church to be a reed shaking in the wind and imprisoned to the winds of power and influence because it is against the very person and work of Christ, our bridegroom. And so when people have no stomach for solid teaching but fill up on spiritual junk food, catchy opinions that tickle their fancy, the church, yeah, the church, does not turn its back on truth or bend to the winds of popular opinion. The church accepts the hard times as well as the good times. The church, it stays on point. The church, it remains steadfast, even unto death. It remains firm rather than fall away. The church does not care about popularity. It does not care about power. It does not care about influence, for these go the way of a bent reed. The church's foundation is not Hear this, the church's foundation is not on a bent reed. The church does not pull its sail up to catch the winds of culture, but instead the church collapses upon Christ Jesus, the rock. <laughs> the rock for us. And so regardless of which way the wind blows, Christ Jesus and his word are unchanging. Know this, baptized saints. Yes, know this. Hear this today. In every storm of your life, Christ is the anchor that holds you. In this veil of tears that we muddle through, Christ's rod and staff, they keep you secure. And when the winds blow and the reeds bend around you, dear blessed baptized saints, listen to the message of John the Baptist. Let his thundering message of law drive you to repentance but to drive us to repentance, to beat our chest with confession of sin. Let his message of law prepare you for the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And as you hear and receive Christ, know this too, that your Jesus, that your Christ is not a reed that blows in the wind, but a rock that stands secure for you. It's quite simple. This Christian faith, Christ, the Word, are not reeds blown in the wind, but are sure and certain foundation today and forevermore. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. 
You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.